Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Black and White Triathlon Podcast with a Rose Bowl Aquatic Center special. Reggie, how you doing, my man? I'm doing really good, Bo. Just got done with the prime time swim with you. How are you? Feeling good? You ready to get at it? Let's go. Let's get it. Live, uh, we are at the Rose Bowl Aquatic Center in a low-key um, vacant parking lot. But <laughs> it's it's not that vacant. It's pretty lively, actually. I, this is actually what this, you know. What sounds weird is this is actually one of my one of my favorite places ever. It is a place of solace. Yeah, it's a place of hard work. It is a place of come think, yeah. come stay a while. I spent a lot of time here. That's um, good. Yeah, running, swimming, biking. Not a lot of biking actually. I don't really like biking. You know, I did a run here the other day that wasn't around the Rose Bowl. Oh, yeah. I went behind us and went to the trails. Oh, like the oh the trails like going down south, like kind of towards Los Angeles. Absolutely. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good, good running out here. Um, yeah, but I really like the Rose Bowl. It feels really good to be here. It feels good to be back swimming. Um, I started swimming again, so let's get to that. Obviously, um, Reggie. In, in one word, how was your training week, my friend? Pushing. That okay. sounds very strange, but pushing. Well, I, or the words we come up with usually are kind of strange, <laughs> but yeah. Um, no, I got some really good rides in this week. This is my first swim of the week, and I felt really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so we started working on the turn for me today, the pool yeah, turn. Yeah. I felt kind of like an Olympian. Yep. Not really, but <laughs> I'm on my way. Yeah. And then I had some uh, solid runs this week that really felt good. How about you, yeah. man? How was your training week? Oh, in man. one word. Strava. <laughs> there it is. If it didn't Strava, it didn't happen. Um, I feel, yeah, I'm, I, I like, I forgot how much I love Strava. Um, I love like commenting on people's rides and, you know, encouraging people. Um, how do you encourage people though? What do you give them? I like to say, hell yeah. And I give them kudos. Oh, that's obviously. the word I was looking for. Kudos. Kudos. So I guess my word would be kudos actually. Ooh, yeah. I like that yeah, word. But, but yeah, man, uh, the, the week was been, has been great. Um, I did a, a pretty short ride on Saturday. I woke up on Saturday and I had this like massive back pain, like in my lower back, um, like lower left-hand side of the back. I don't know why I've, and I've had it before. It was just like, it was like a really extreme like tightness. Okay. Um, and I think it was just cause of like the long driving up and down Northern California I did. Um, but so that was a bummer, but I've, I've felt it before and I was like, I know that this like pain typically only lasts for like a few days or so. Um, I decided to go on a short bike ride on Saturday anyway, and I felt fine on the bike. It was just really, really stiff. Um, and anyway, I promised myself I'd get back in the pool on Monday and yeah, I did. I was afraid that my back was not going to be feeling okay, but it was feeling just fine. Um, but yeah, got almost, uh, about 5,000 meters swimming this week. So, um, yeah, I'm going to try to up it by a thousand meters every week. Wow. And, uh, yeah. And I mean, until we get to a point where it's like, you know, I can't really go much further, but, um, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm super stoked. I'm stoked to be back in the pool. I'm stoked for tomorrow going on a long bike ride. Um, so the week's not over yet. But where are you going tomorrow? Where's your bike ride? I'm going to go out to Azusa. Yeah. That's one heck of a location. It's where I always go. Yeah. I know. Might uh, as well be the Spanish yeah. Riviera. If I ever say I'm going on a bike ride and I'm in Los Angeles, I'm going to Azusa every single time. This is yeah. more of like a travel advisory for Azusa. <laughs> you might just drive through it on the freeway. However, great one of, mountains. One of the best bike paths in California. One of the greatest mountain rides. Oh, it's beautiful. It's yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. And it's, it's a good workout. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. So that's uh, that's what has been going on with me. Yeah. You feeling good? Dude, I'm feeling great. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, has it said in yet that 
you are training for a full Ironman race. It actually has, okay. and I appreciate you asking that yeah. question. It's it's been really cool. Um, it's been an interesting. I think personality change for me. Okay. I think. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? When you start to prioritize, kind of like, hey, I'm gonna wake up here. I'm gonna run here. I'm gonna yeah. swim at this time. Like, how do I prioritize my life within this? But it's also I think really fun. Like telling people I'm doing it but okay. like not in like a I'm doing an Iron Man like look at me but just more like I have things to do can we please yeah, hurry sure. life up yeah for sure um and I even like today I was stoked to get off work because I was like I'm going to the Rose Bowl I'm going swimming I get to podcast tonight mm-hmm. and then even pushing myself and being like okay hey, tomorrow I'm going to five mile run or in a couple weekends I'm gonna go cruise to Crystal Lake and getting all oh, this cycling right. I was actually thinking so, of doing that tomorrow actually. Oh you were yeah, going up to Crystal you're Lake. Just gonna not ride with me? Well, do you wanna do it tomorrow? I or, can, I have class. Okay, okay well then that's why I'm doing it tomorrow. Okay, we'll have fun. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean I was thinking of doing that tomorrow. It's only about twenty miles up. We're gonna nerd out here for a second, so you can skip ahead a few minutes if you'd like. But um I was thinking of going up, you know, it's about twenty miles away. Yeah. Um, so it's you know, quite a climb and then it's a nice ride back. It's a smooth so. ride back. Have you done it before? No. Okay. But yeah, I've seen people strive on it, but anyway, sorry, going back to uh training for an Ironman race. Yeah. Um I, I know what you're talking about. I know that feeling. And and it's kind of like weird to be in that like mindset of like I don't want to come off like I'm being like super cocky, like, hey everyone, look at me, I'm training for an Ironman race. And and I totally I totally get that. Um, but at the same time, like it does feel good to like know that there is a purpose in like your, this like season in life, you know what yeah, I mean? Absolutely. And, um, you know, your purpose right now is like, you're doing your first Ironman and you've been like working your ass off for it. And I'm trying to do really, really good at this Ironman. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of approaching it in a different in a kind of like a different way, obviously than big races that I've trained for in the past, where in the past I just wanted to do like better this time. I want to do extremely good. I don't think. I, do, I don't want to put this, like, expectation on myself that I'm going to qualify for Kona. That's not what I'm going to try to do for this right. year. For, you know, for every single reason and excuse that I can come up with, um, 2020 and 2021 has just been really hard to be able to do that. But it, it is interesting to, like, have that, like, mindset and that purpose of being, like, I want to do an Ironman in, like, about 11 hours. That's, like, what I'm trying to do. So Nice, dude. I think my yeah. target time, even though it's my first, I'd like to do between 14 and 15. Nice. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be out there all all day mm-hmm. i'd like to be able to i think i can pump the swim out in sub two well so what was your uh pr for a half iron man again it was at 740 32 okay something like that so yeah so i mean hypothetically if you just double that then yeah. you know you'd be about just over 15 hours so i don't yeah. think at all like setting a goal for 14 hours would be a bad thing at all because yeah. i think if i if i'd done the math right in my head which we all know how bad at math i am but if I can get the swim done in sub two hours, and then if I can pump that bike out in sub eight, which I definitely can, mm-hmm. um, I'm thinking more six and a half, seven, then if I can put down like a four, four and a half hour half Ironman, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, mar- marathon, then okay. I'll be happy. And I, Man, yeah, that'd be my goal too, four and four and a half hours. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. cruising that thing out. I mean, I, I, I think if I'm doing my math right, Running at a nine fifteen pace is about is about a two hour marathon. It is. I, um, so that's mm, it, a two hour marathon. 
So, I'm so half. sorry. That's a two hour. I, I did I did that exact math the other day, and mine it's nine it's nine sixteen. I mean, you're off by a second, but that's fine. I was no, off by two hours yeah. actually, but well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like they're your, your miles on. So it's, it's nine sixteen. Like, it's a nine sixteen pace okay. um, to get a half marathon done okay. in two hours. So if you can keep a if you can keep between a nine sixteen and a uh-huh. nine thirty pace, you'll be golden. Whew. Yep. So and that's, that's just a consistent. But that yeah, put but that's it consistent. Down. That include like that includes you know stopping for um, water, water aid, anything, bathroom. And, and your water yep. aid that means your that means your if you have to go to the bathroom that means you're doing that in like a minute. That yep. means you're getting your aid station in between ten to fifteen seconds. Yeah. That means you are running with your Gatorade. That means you're running with yeah. your snacks and putting <laughs> it down. But it's also making sure that you're staying consistent and you're not overstuffing yourself. And nutrition is done. But we can talk about nutrition because I have stuff that i've started doing yeah which i'm stoked about but Let, let's go ahead and get that. to it because yeah. um we we actually did get like thank you again for everyone who sent in questions or texted in questions um awesome like it's obviously like we love be able to be able to like talk about things that actually people are wondering so that's really awesome um and the the thing i really like about it is it's just more about like hey what do you think about this not yeah. like let's put Bo and Reggie on a pedestal and like, you know, like I just, I just don't think that we're those kind of people, but um, yeah. We're also I, I, just two amateur yeah, athletes. Yeah. We, we are two nobodies again that are just going for it all. Um, anyway, let's talk about your nutrition first. Cause I know you've been excited to kind of share what's going on with that. So let's kind of dive into that first and then we'll kind of dive into these questions. Killer. Um, yeah. I don't have much to say on it, but I am okay. excited about it. I think one, I've lost a lot of weight and I feel amazing. And it feels good. Yeah. But the other part of it... I, I stop myself because I think in every episode, I'm just like, dude, you look great. Thanks, dude. And it's just... Yeah. I mean, you know what? I'm going to say it. You look great, dude. You look amazing. Your stroke looks good. I watched it in the pool. Well done. Thanks, bro. Really proud of you. <laughs> Thanks, man. I'm trying. But I think it's just a, a thing, people, of making sure that you are eating well. And that means not eating all the time, cutting back sweets. And I've actually started meal prepping a whole lot. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. And so it's just been, it's felt really, really good to eat healthy. And it's also felt good to say no to things. I think that's been part of the mental game of this hmm. environment thing. It's like, I feel better. I can wake up. I can go on my run. Yep. You don't need all this, this, that, like whatever you're putting in your system. Like, I'm going to eat all these carbs all day. I'm like, yeah. no, you just need a couple healthy yeah, proteins, totally. healthy Sometimes fats. it's just better to like simplify it. Yeah, just you know? really yeah. easy. And they got a new carb powder. Nice. Yeah. Okay. And that's just been really, really good. Nice. I don't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but I know I like it It a doesn't lot. matter. They're not paying us to say it, so we're not going to say true. it. That's so. true. They're not our sponsors. <laughs> if you sponsor us, we'll say it. Anyways. No, that was my little nutrition yeah. plug. That's awesome, man. Um, that's actually something I've been learning this time around. Is I, I think like the first, you know, year or two that I got into like triathlon and stuff, I, I was thinking about getting like the best gear and like the best nutrition and like overpaying for like things that were just unbelievably high, like top notch, I guess. Um, but I think like this time around, I'm just kind of realizing like, you know, what? I think it's a lot better to simplify things. I think that, um, I think that some, especially amateur triathletes, I think that we can get so in our head about um, like getting into something. What? No, I have an idea. Oh, okay. Keep talking. Well, yeah. Anyway, um, I, I think that like we can get so in our head about, you know, getting really serious about something. And in my opinion, honestly, there's a lot of people who take, take things way too serious where we just need to like kind of take a step back and relax. We're not, we're not pros, you know, we're doing this, which is really crazy, but, um, you know, don't add that stress in your life. Yeah, What's absolutely. Up? I think I was uh, listening to, um, podcasts we both listen to. 
off and on, Purple Patch. Okay. And yep. it was really interesting. He was um, talking about, well, I guess I said his podcast, his name is Matt Dixon, mm-hmm. um, but he was talking about, um, so you have your first Iron Man in mind, or you're going for your best, or mm-hmm. talking about just the fact of what it takes to do an Iron Man, or where so many people lie, and where so many amateurs lie, and instead of a busy life, he calls it like a time starved life, and so for those mm-hmm. athletes who don't yep. have a lot of time, but you want to do these things, you think you have to go all out, all crazy, and he's like, the craziest thing is, like, if you look at certain, I guess running things or endurance athlete posts or follow anything there's like these different zones that's the red that's the green that's the that's the yellow zone or in a better order green yellow red (laughs) and it's like most athletes we want to get out there we want to like train it out red we want to have the highest heart rate we want to sweat it all Mm -hmm. out when in reality you're just beating your body down sure instead he's like training the green like most people train the green and they occasionally they go to those higher intensities to be able to build strength and endurance and all the other stuff but i think to your point it was more just you don't have to go all out all yeah. the time. Like consistency is what's going to get you better. Totally. Yeah. I think that, um, and I, and I agree with everything you're saying. I think that that can also translate, which is, which is kind of more what I was like kind of pointing to is a more of like a lifestyle of, um, yes, you might be training for an Ironman. You do not necessarily have to make every single tiny thing in your entire life mm-hmm. revolved around that. It's, it's a good thing to f- make, you know, make a big focus on it. Absolutely. But if you're just kind of like, Hey, I, I want to have a beer once a week that's not going to make or break your Ironman race. You know what I mean? And like something like that, where it's like, it's still okay to enjoy life. Absolutely. <laughs> it's still okay to like go eat five guys. Yeah. And, and it's like, if you want to hang out with friends instead of like do a massive training ride and you like absolutely kicked it that week, you did such a good job that week or something like you can reward yourself with that yeah, um, or shorten your ride up, get your ride in, but yeah. like, don't, you don't have to go the whole, I'm going a hundred miles today. Like, no, yeah. like kick it down to 25, 50, but have a quality ride versus like how much you're training. Exactly. Um, yeah. Do you want to get in these questions? I do. Okay. Awesome. First one. Um, any advice on us non-swimmers <laughs> getting into shape for a 1.2 mile swim, which would be a half iron man. How'd you go about it? Any videos or drills or lessons Ooh, or anything? Can I take this one? Please go for it. <laughs> All right. For <laughs> <laughs> so I was just, just the question just took my breath away. Yeah, well, well, but um, amazing for those non-swimmers out there. Bo was you. I was you. We've all been there. Um, my first triathlon, I doggy paddled half the swim. And oh, the other the, the yeah. sprint or the yeah, Olympic the distance, big distance, yeah. yeah. But yep. yeah, I doggy paddled half the swim and you know what? That's okay. And in my first Ironman, I think I came just shy of five minutes before the cutoff, before you put everyone out of the water. So know that it's okay. Don't, don't make a big fuss about it. Just get out there and absolutely try your best. But how did I get in shape for it? I simply got in the pool and I relied on the community that was around me. My hmm. aunt is was or kind of is a swimmer and so she hmm. taught me a couple of things cool. and then just being at the different gyms that i was at with the different pools there were people who were like hey like it looks really good right like your form looks really good but why don't you try this hmm. and over time i started implementing different things my my swim my swim tr- my swim stroke changed a couple um old guys at the pool always looking up to older people who yeah. are at the pool they are they know what pros. they're doing <laughs> they're, they're really like oh they're old i'm like they're old and they're strong and they're fast very um, few people start swimming at 60 very, very few <laughs> typically have been swimming yeah. for a long time and then there was this yeah. uh this uh high schooler who sh- um she was like 
I play water polo, but like you might want to try this in your in your mm. swim. I was like, oh, thanks, cool. And so I just like really started adapting it based on what I was hearing and the feedback I was receiving, as well as just type into YouTube. Um, I I went through the Global Triathlon Network. Yeah. And they're a great resource awesome. for all YouTube things channel. triathlon. Yep. But also just like look up um, things on YouTube, and you will find a lot of good pointers and tips and tricks to be able to get your swim form right. And yeah, that's how I got better. But yeah. about you, Bo? Yeah, I I agree with all that. Um, I, I think that if I want to keep it simple, I'll keep it simple to two things. One, there's a great movie called Finding Nemo, and in that movie. There's a character named Dory who said, just keep swimming. Come on, Bo. That is a life motto with learning how to swim well, in my opinion. So this is like kind of taking it to a really simple level. Obviously, you need to learn how to get a good stroke in. You need to learn how to like have a great technique and everything like that. But the reality is that like you just need to keep swimming and it's not going to feel pretty at first. It's not going to feel um, perfect, but you just have to like keep going. You have to be okay with it. You have to be okay with the fact that like you're breathing maybe way too much and you're just going to learn it as you go along. Yeah. You're going to learn that you don't need to take in an entire breath every single time you raise your mouth above the water surface. Like you're going to learn that you don't need to... Um, breathe every other stroke you can breathe every stroke if you want like and and you're also going to learn that like oh actually i can i can swim with my dominant hand being on the right hand side and like my um my breathing being on the other hand so you know like you're going to learn all these things and, and the only way you're going to do that is just to dive in with no fear <laughs> literally dive in with no fear and just go for it and just keep swimming um the other thing what i would what i would highly suggest that i did not do and i and i look back wishing that i did is um it's just so available now you can you can go online and just like book a session or something or maybe at your aquatic center to pay for like an hour of a swim coach to be able to like watch your technique and just teach you how to do it because that can tremendously help you in the long run um so i'll just keep my answer like very simply to like those two quick things so yeah i think i'm gonna try that last one you did i didn't even think about that to hire a swim coach for an hour yeah, I mean, I, I, I had a triathlon coach for a while, um, and I learned a lot because I got to swim, you know, multiple times with them, and I learned a lot during that time. So, yeah, um, yeah do you have anything else to add to that? Or no, if you look right. right. Yeah, um, and actually, and the, the last thing I will add, um, yeah. this is actually really important. Like, obviously, you're going to be swimming, the, like, training most of the time in a pool, obviously. Um, it is really, really important to get some open water swims, like very, very important because you do not want your first, um, your first time being in open water, the race, it's going to freak you out. The water's dark. You can't actually see things. Um, and it's pretty difficult. And so it's really important to do that. So, um, okay. Do you do any indoor cycling? If so, what apps do you use? I don't do indoor cycling. I don't have a trainer. What about you? Cool. I have a trainer, but I don't have an app. Keep it simple. <laughs> I, I've heard good things about Zwift, though. If I mean, if you can, if you can throw down the money on, uh, you know, getting a good smart trainer. Yeah, a good like um, trainer. I think that would be a really, really good thing, especially going through the winter. Um, luckily, I think we have a little less than a month until daylight savings. Yeah. So, oh well, yeah, it's coming up. I think also, yeah. um, do you do any indoor cycling? I have found it very useful. I mean, granted, gyms have just reopened, but being able to jump on an indoor exercise bike Mm -hmm. and just kind of put some time down. One thing that I've done at the gym and just kind of like condition myself for just getting used to the swim, bike, and the run, and that is to swim at the gym and then jump on the exercise bike and then jump on the treadmill. Mm -hmm. And so all those indoor trainings, I'm not going to knock them. Like, they're really good, but you can't afford to drop $500 or however much money it is for a smart trainer or pay for a subscription with Zwift or even if you do have to pay for a subscription. Like Bo said, just kind of get out there. And there really, there is really no other place to ride a bike than outside. Yeah. 
I agree with that. Yeah. Um, next question. Okay, next question. This is a good one, actually. Um, what kind of tire repair stuff do I need on my bike? I've seen little kits, many tire pumps, many CO2 things, etc. What do you take out with you? Ooh, I actually just popped had a flat the other day. Awesome. And except I was coming on Baldy at 45 miles an hour. Okay. So let's back up a little bit, and then we'll get back to that. <laughs> All um, right. So uh, this... Let's cater this question like really towards like newbies who have no idea. They're like not really cyclists at all um, for like a half Ironman race or an Olympic distance race or an Ironman race. Like what do you need to carry on your bike with you if a flat tire does happen? I would highly recommend one. You always have a spare tube, no matter what. Have a tube. Two. I would carry two. <laughs> or maybe yeah. three if you think you're going to pop yeah. tires. I would hi- highly um, recommend at least two yeah. tubes. Yeah. Um, you also need something called a tire lever or lever, however you say it. Mm-hmm. And they're normally plastic, and they're very cheap, but they do help a lot. And also, the CO2 is very useful. I would say that's something you should practice with before the race. If not, definitely have yourself a little hand pump um, if you think it's gonna be if it's gonna be easier for you because that's the one less thing you need to freak out about in a race is if your tire pops and how you're gonna get the thing. Especially if you don't know how to use the CO2 and all the air pops out of it, then mm-hmm. you just have an, a cold hand, empty CO2, and your tire's flat. Yeah. Exactly. I agree with all that. Um, if you get a flat tire on a training ride, be happy because that's not the first time you're, you're not going to get a flat tire the first time you're actually at a race. So you're going to go into it with a little bit less stress. Yeah. Um, I remember back in 2018, there was like a five week period where I had flat, I had five flat oh, tires. Oh my word. I remember and, that. And I got really good at using that CO2 cartridge. So uh, and the, I mean, the reality is that they're really cheap. They're really not that expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's it's just worth your stress. If you're putting so much time and energy and effort into training for a massive race, it's worth spending a couple dollars to practice um, using that CO2 cartridge to f- to inflate your tire. Yes. And it goes like, it's like really fast. Yeah. Um, you know, what, there's a, a ton of YouTube videos on it. So don't necessarily rely on everything you're listening to right now. Like, look it up, watch somebody do it. Um, and then I highly recommend, like, in your garage or something, just, like, practicing it. Yep. Yeah. I also would say that it, if you are changing a tire for the first time, let's say it's the beginning of your ride or you're about to change tires and you're at home and you realize you have a flat, do not be discouraged if it's hard to get your tire back on. <laughs> Cold tires are very difficult to get back on the rim because they're not malleable. They're not stretched. Warm tires are kind of the best way to do it. There are several ways to warm up your tire. Hair dryers, put it on your radiator, put it in front of a space heater or whatever. <laughs> um, but honestly, it's just, it's it takes practice. Yeah. It takes experience. You never know what's going to happen. Just always be prepared. Yeah, and, and luckily, from what I've heard, and I've never gotten to flatten a race, but from what I've heard, the, the Ironman team has a really good repair team, and they are like going up and down the bike course looking for people who need help. Um, you know, But the thing is, is that you can't rely on it, meaning... You never know if it's a day where multiple people have pop tires mm-hmm. and they can't get to you. So you have to like, you know, you have to figure it out on your own. Yeah. So. I think one more thing on that. Yeah. Um, I would make sure, I mean, t- tubeless tires are a thing. Some people ride right. tubeless. Some people don't. I would say that if you feel confident in your tires and you want to race with a tubeless tire, make sure you have the gel that you can put in there. So yep. it's run flat gel. It's just good green stuff you put in your tire. Look up videos again to show you how to put it in your tire. But also know that if you do get a flat tire and you have tubeless tires, meaning you don't have a tube in your tire. If you don't have another tube, <laughs> if you don't have another tire, your day might be done. You're done. Oh yes. man, this is fun. Absolutely. Next question. All right. Um, did you answer that one kind of? What does strength training look like? I did not really answer that. Okay. So 
We're going to ask a question of what does strength training look like? I've been reading a lot about this lately because not only am I looking to improve my endurance, but I'm also, well, looking to improve my strength and get stronger and build muscle while also leaning out, which is a very difficult thing to do. But I just want to be stronger. You're trying to do all of it. Yeah, I'm (laughs) trying to do all of it. But um, I just want to be a stronger athlete. And so I've been reading into some things about um, strength training and what it does for you. And so some of the stuff I've been looking up has to start out with stretching and being able to be a little bit more flexible. Oh, dude, that's Um, something that Megan is on me all the time about is stretching, 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 because it's so important. Absolutely. Because, I mean, think about where your hips are. Like hip mobility, if your hips are always tight – you don't have a big of a run stride. Your being on the bike is going to be stiffer, mm-hmm. and your swim is not going to be as strong. So hip mobility, that core, your back, all areas that I'm currently working on. But with this whole gym thing being shut down, thankfully there are a couple of them are opening up. Yeah. But it's definitely something that I would highly encourage everyone who is just trying to be a good athlete in general is to strength train. As well as, like, if you think about it, the muscles that you are using, you do – they do need a little more cartilage around them, so to say. Yeah. You do need to be able to build up that strength and that endurance for those muscles because you are using a lot of energy, and you are using every single muscle in your body. So to keep those muscles strong, keep, the, keep mm-hmm. those muscles able to endure this great sport that we enjoy every exactly. single week. Um, I'm only going to add one thing to that because, again, I agree with everything you're saying. Um, it's it's really important to work out the muscles around the muscles that you're mostly mm-hmm. using when you're swimming, biking, and running. So... Um, yeah, in my room, I not every night, but every other night, typically, I I do like some lunges. I do some stretching out, um, do some abs. It, it, it's really really important to be like working out your abs, <laughs> um, because you know on swimming, bike, and running, like you need those to function really really well and really efficiently. Um, but you can't just rely on the muscles that you're working all the time. So really important to work out those supporting muscles as well, and it'll make you a better athlete. Um, okay. How much mental training do you guys need to do as well as physical training? This, this is actually something I've been thinking about a lot. This question came in this morning, actually. And it is, it's really interesting because I remember when I was training for my first race, there was so much talk about how so much of it is mental. Although I agree with that. I do agree that a lot of it is mental. Um, there's so much emphasis on it to where it almost becomes like significantly more important than the physical than the physicality of it in my opinion um there will definitely be moments in every single race that is mentally hard mentally draining and you you definitely do have to uh be ready for it and welcome it and i think we've talked about this like so many times already like when those moments come you need to welcome it you need to understand that like oh i knew you're coming here you are um and not let it shake you basically um but i mean the reality is that it is, it is really hard to know what that feels like until you're actually in it. And so, um, there's a, there's another question later on that I'll kind of get to an example with that because I kind of tie together, um, that'll, I'll reach then. So do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I would say that I, I try and take care of my head. I try and make sure I have a healthy headspace Mm -hmm. at all times. I think one thing that at least works for me within triathlon is understanding that it's your own race and stop comparing yourself to everybody else or when you jump in the pool and there's people who are just lean mean swimming machines yeah. and they're just getting after it like honoring and respecting like wow they're really good they're really in shape but not looking at yourself as weaker than they are mm-hmm. just understanding that you're at a different point than they are and that you'll get there one day if you would like to yeah. if that's what you're aiming for like you'll get there but 
um, just swimming your own, well, swimming, biking, and running your own race, yeah. um, as well as making sure that whatever you are doing outside of the sport is healthy for you. Yeah, I was actually going to get yeah. to that. I, I, I think that that's actually like a really good thing to throw in. Yeah, is like, it's really important to like <laughs> to make sure that everything else in your life is lining up well for you to succeed when you're when you are training for absolutely. a race. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one of those things that I really like to do, obviously like, um, I think reading is a really good thing to do Mm -hmm. to like slow down. Um, and the reasoning for this is because like you can be out on a bike or in the pool for a very, very long time. And in today's world where, you know, instant gratification is just everywhere because of our phones. Um, it is hard. It is hard to like be patient and to like, um, be where you are, which is really interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, one of my favorite things to do is go, going golfing. I think that's a really, really good sport to do nice. alongside triathlon because triathlon's so go, go, go. And golf is like very mentally, you have to think about a lot. Um, I don't think it's physically exhausting by any means, but yeah. Yeah, I think some of it, I like, kind of like what you said there. And since like people may not look at it that way, but cross training, like golf, hiking for yeah. me. Um, Lane and I have started playing tennis from soccer on Sunday nights. Yeah. Rollerblading. So yeah. yeah, rollerblading. So just all sorts of different things. But also, yeah. I think one thing, and this is for all you bikers out there, but mountain biking. I have started mountain biking nice. more. Nice. And I think it's a good way to break the monotony of training. And so don't be afraid to break up your training. The mental game, if you're going to get out there and like, so for instance, like we're at the Rose Bowl right now. You can run one way around the Rose Bowl every single time. Mm-hmm. But if you reverse it, it's a whole different course. Yep. If you change up your rides, it's a whole different it's a whole different area you're riding in. It's new adventures, it's new perspective, it's new hills, it's new downhills, it's new ways to build confidence for yourself. But it's changing up how you're doing your training and that way you can break the monotony and it still makes it exciting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. I think that like throwing in little things here and there to challenge yourself, um, which sometimes I do when I'm like ending a bike ride and I'm exhausted. I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to add on two more miles. And like, you know, once you do like a 40 mile ride, you're just kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. But then I'm just <laughs> like, you know, but like when you get back, you can just be like, Bo, do two more miles. Just yep. do an out and back of one mile. Like you're going to hate it, but you're going to be so glad you did it. Absolutely. Um, and you know, challenge yourself to that. And, and I guess what I'm saying is like, when you're training, like realistically, you are in full control of everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. When you're at a race, you're not in full control of everything that happens, right? And so you need to be okay with like not everything going exactly how you know you wanted or to plan or something else like kind of throwing it off. Um, yeah, but I think I okay. think the la- like my last thing on that. Yeah, please. Is, I think because yeah. I don't want to neglect what I actually do sometimes. And that is read my Bible, and that mm-hmm. is sit down with my journal. And so I think it's just finding that quiet space of how you start your day or how you end your day truly just set yourself up for what you're doing yeah but our next question when you guys started training for triathlons what was more challenging to overcome mental or physical exhaustion oh these are good questions when i when i first started training for triathlon my job was very stressful so for me um during that time breaking a way to go train and to leave my phone and to like do all that was very like healing. Um, and it was kind of like my escape. And so during, during that time when I was first getting into it, it was certainly the, um, the mental side of it. I was exhausted mentally from everything, but I don't think that it was necessarily because of triathlon or like what I was doing outside of work. It was because of everything else in my personal life and stuff. So that would be, that would be what I would say. I would have to say it's probably the mental for me. I think I knew I was not in shape to do to do what we were doing, 
but I think it was the getting past what I looked like, what I felt like, how much pain I was in, and it truly was just being able to get out there and just, just one more stroke in the pool, yeah, one more pedal around the on the bike, and just one more foot right down the pavement. So it definitely was more of a mental thing, especially when you see people finishing the race and you see people going <laughs> past yeah. you. You're just like, why am I going so slow? But I think eventually, now I'm just like, I can pass people, or now I feel good about <laughs> yeah. myself. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, definitely <laughs> the mental for me. Yeah, and, and it also very much depends on where your goals are. That's yeah. like that's that's the other thing. So it's kind of hard to I think anybody's uh, answer would be different on that question. That's a really good one. Um this is the last one. Let's hit. So um what do you guys do to stay focused during the long hours of training? That's a really, really good question. What do you got? Honestly, I love the bike training. That doesn't really bother me. I think biking is my happy place. Mm. Being out there in the middle of nowhere, um, it kinda humbles you. And you, I get very quiet, I guess, internally inside and in like internally quiet. Yep. And it's a time to think. Um, for me, it's a time to pray. It's a time to just gather my thoughts or it's a time to just realize like I'm doing this. I'm doing this for a purpose and I am going to overcome the pain that's shooting through my thighs right now. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it is looking up ahead and being like, OK, I, there's a yellow sign somewhere up there. I can see it and just getting there. Or if I'm going over a hill, I count to 100. Hmm. Yeah, just one, two, three. And I'm like, oh, I got here in 40 today. Um, and so it's just a matter of play, playing little mind games with myself. Um, or even today, like the swim, training training with somebody. Yeah. If you're with somebody, it feel, it's a long day for sure, but you have that extra motivation. You have someone to keep up. You have someone to challenge you. As well as like kind of turns into just like being kids again. Yeah. Um, I like this question a lot because it's something I think about a lot. Um and, I, and I'm going to bring back other questions into this. Like when you have really long days of training, whether it's like a 60 mile bike ride or a long run or, you know, a 2000, 3000 meter swim in the pool, it, it definitely turns into a very big, like mental training day. Um, because you do get very mentally exhausted. You get to the point where you're just done. And what I've experienced in both of my Ironman races is every time I got, um, about two thirds of the way through every event, and this is consistent across the board. Every time I got about two-thirds of the way, I was just done. I got two-thirds of the way through the swim. I was like, I am done. I'm ready to just be there. Um, same thing on the bike and same thing on the run, obviously. Um, and and it's it's those those moments you have to remind yourself, like, these are the moments that I need to be training in is when, um, is when you're actually in that, like, headspace of getting just really mentally tired and pushing through it. Um, I don't remember who it was. I don't remember if it was Muhammad Ali or... Um, it, it was, it was some box, it was some boxer, but what he said is he said that when he does sit-ups, he doesn't start counting until he gets tired <laughs> because that's the time that it really counts. And I was like, that is actually pretty wild. Um, that's it's, nuts. Isn't that kind of crazy? Yeah. So I, I actually like have taken that kind of in a, into training in a way to where not, not necessarily like my miles start when I start to get like really tired because I'd be like five miles in. <laughs> It'd be but, a really bad idea. Um, <laughs> but at the same time, like it's a really good lesson to remind yourself that like when you do get to those points of exhaustion, like it is like that mental training really does kick in. Obviously you're physically getting much, much better, but that mental training really kicks in. And again, you have to like remind yourself, well, like this is what I need to be. And I need to be in these moments of like patience and finding that pace and just being okay with being there. Um, and, it's hard. Like we're, we're not designed to like necessarily do that, but, um, that's the whole point of it. Yeah. I think you've said something very key right there, Bo, and that is the word patience. Yeah. And that is 
taking a step back, taking that deep breath, and realizing in that moment, like, you are stronger than you think you are. Sure. I think there's, like, what, the 40% rule that, like, Marines go by or something like that where you're, you have 40 more percent. And I saw it somewhere. But it was, like, yeah. Dude, it's funny. I've been reading David Goggins' book, and he said something about that, but I can't remember uh, what. David Goggins. What a guy! Oh my I've read gosh! It, I read his book. Unbelievable! Yeah. yeah, but I'm I I don't I know what you're referring to, but I don't remember exactly like yeah, what the numbers are. I have a, there's a YouTuber I watch, and his uh, company's slogan is "Go one more." Hmm. And so every time like you're tired, just go one more. Like yeah. he's like a low key bodybuilder, so it's just like just get that extra rep in, just like kick that one extra, like you said, go those two extra miles, mm-hmm. do that extra lap, or go that extra hundred yards in the pool. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, do you, when you like do long training days, do you like to have like AirPods in or anything like that? Or, or does it kind of just depend on what you're feeling? Like, what do you think? No, it goes back to the mental training. Cause mm-hmm. in Ironman, you can't use any of that. Right. And so I yeah. train, I train without it cause I'm not going to race with it. Yeah. So why would I, why would I train with it? Yeah. I think that I, um, when I'm on the bike, I don't bring, or I, I don't put my AirPods in, especially cause it's so windy. You can't really, really yeah, hear anything anyway. It's dangerous. Um, y- yeah. And it's dangerous. So like, that's like another, another huge thing. Um, when I go running, sometimes I'll, I'll have them in, but I won't listen to, I won't listen to music. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've been told actually by people who are a lot smarter than me that like, you shouldn't be listening to music while you're running because it can actually, that beat can throw off your pace. Um, mm-hmm. and which is like really interesting as I just never thought about that. Um, but I, I do take it on run. I do take it running. Sometimes I'll listen to like a documentary or a podcast or something like that. Um, but I typically don't even listen to it the whole time. Um, because again, like the whole point of also like strength training and doing this training is also to like mentally train for it as well. Um, so I don't know. It, it's a hard challenge to like put out there, but like, I don't know if, if you think that you really want to take it to the next level and like train harder, don't bring AirPods or don't bring your uh, don't bring headphones. If you, if you, if you don't, I mean, if you need your phone, cause I mean, for me, if I wish I couldn't bring my phone like on a bike ride. I, I think about that all the time. Well, I have my phone on bike. I mean, bike rides, that's just yeah. a safety thing, but I'm like on your next run, like unless you're listening to music or unless you're using it to track yourself, yeah. like leave it at home. Dude, I love running without my phone. It is, you, you feel so much lighter, <laughs> which is like kind of shocking. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, good stuff. Thank you for all the questions, everyone. That was really awesome. Um, do you have anything else you want to add? I don't. I'm just really yeah. enjoying the beginning of the season. I'm yeah. enjoying what's going to be in August. One thing that I've always, not always, but one thing it's been cool to say recently is people are like, well, aren't you going to eat that or aren't you going to mm-hmm. do that? I'm like, no, I'm going to be an Iron Man in October. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not going to do that. Or going to bed and waking up and like, I don't want to run this morning, but here we go. Or just putting in the effort to drive all the way out from Pasadena from my house and being yeah. able to like, all right. Here we go. Let's get in. Um, we have, as of when I last this week, we have 34 weeks this week. So it'll be 33 weeks next week till our race, man. Yeah. Was that seven and a half months or so? Basically. Wow. Yeah. I think we'll do a, we'll start doing a countdown. Um, it's going to get here before we know it. We have a whole summer ahead of us. Um, a lot of, a lot of challenging things coming up, but I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm so excited to absolutely crush it. So. I'm just jazzed. Let's just do it, man. I'm, yeah. Anything else? You good? No, let's sound off. All right. Everyone, we'll miss you. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.